Welcome to Divine Mercy Parish. We welcome those who are here in church and those who are joining us on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. I am Alice and my elective partner is Giovanni. This is World Mission Sunday. Each of us is called to be a missionary disciple following Jesus, proclaiming good news. Let us worship with the joy of good news in our hearts. Please stand to greet our celebrant. Good afternoon, everyone. Shall we begin? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. As we prepare ourselves now to celebrate the sacred mysteries of the altar, we acknowledge our own failures and our sins, and we ask the Lord's forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, increase our faith, hope, and charity, and make us love what you command so that we may merit what you promise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, shout with joy for Jacob, exult at the head of the nations, proclaim your praise and say, the Lord has delivered his people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them back from the land of the north. I will gather them from the ends of the world with the blind and the lame in their midst. The mothers and those with child, they shall return as an immense throng. They departed in tears, but I will console them and guide them. I will lead them to the brooks of water on a level road so that none shall stumble. For I am a father to Israel. Ephraim is my firstborn. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. 
Brothers and sisters, every high priest is taken from among men and made their representative before God to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal patiently with the ignorant and erring, for he himself is beset with weakness, and so for this reason must make sin offerings for himself as well as for the people. No one takes his honor upon himself, but only when called by God, just as Aaron says. In the same way, it was not Christ who glorified himself in becoming high priest, but rather the one who said to him, you are my son, this day I have begotten you. Just as he says in another place, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was leaving Jericho, his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way, your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. I always liked the story of Bartimaeus that we read in today's gospel. And I liked it because blind Bartimaeus took a risk. Sometimes in life we ourselves take risks due to some special insight that we may have or some motivation or inspiration, perhaps some awareness or knowledge, maybe some skill set that we think we are able to step out and take a risk. 
but it was different for Bartimaeus. His risk was stepping out in faith. He heard that the Messiah was near, was present. This was Jesus approaching. And so he took the risk of calling out to him. And at first, the people around him tried to quiet him. Be quiet, perhaps. You're nothing but a beggar, a blind beggar at that. But Bartimaeus, for what he lacked in eyesight, made up for in his in his lungs. He cried out all the harder, all the louder. Jesus, have pity on me, he calls out. And according to the gospel that we read, Jesus heard Bartimaeus and then told his disciples to bring him. At first, perhaps Bartimaeus hesitated a bit. Because you recall the people in the, in the gospel account tells him to have courage. The Lord's calling you, go. And so he took that bold step and risk of trusting in the Lord. He threw off his cloak and he went to Jesus. Now I would have you for a moment consider that action. He threw off his cloak and went to Jesus. Throwing off his cloak might not be significant to to us. It's not like we're taking off a, a jacket or a sweater, one of those that we have so many of, many of us in our closets and our drawers. This action was full of meaning for Bartimaeus because for Bartimaeus, the blind beggar, this cloak was his mat, was his bed, was his warmth, was his security blanket was his main possession. He had to let go of everything he depended on in order to trust the Lord. We get the sense when we see people who are homeless, they've got their shopping cart full of overflowing with clothes and things. That's all they have. And they're pushing it around. And so for Bartimaeus, the blind beggar, he throws off his cloak, symbolically throws off everything that he had to depend on, all his possessions. And he goes to the Lord Jesus. Bartimaeus, in effect, let go and let God, in a phrase we sometimes hear and use. And the Lord Jesus rewarded his trust, rewarded his faith, First, by hearing him. He cried out in that prayer, have mercy on me, and the Lord heard his prayer. And then the Lord rewarded his faith by giving him sight. And notice that Bartimaeus was not merely given physical sight. He gained spiritual insight, for he then saw the work of God. He recognized the very word of God in the person of Jesus. And then that word made flesh, the Lord Jesus told him, go your way, your faith has saved you. However, 
Bartimaeus did not go his own way. He did not go away. Instead, he remained. He followed the Lord. He became a faith-filled disciple, as it were. We are all called out of our blindness into the light of the Lord. Called out of our blindness of ignorance, of prejudice, of pride, of sin. All of us are called into the presence of the Lord God to see his light shining in our lives, in our hearts. Yet to do this, we have to have trust. Trust in God. Trust in his word. Trust in his presence working in our lives and in the world. We have to have trust in our God rather than in ourselves. For those of you who are married, you took that leap of trust when you fell in love and committed yourself to that special person who became your spouse. You knew that for your love to grow, you could not hold on to any security other than simple faith and each other. A faith in the Lord that his love would grow in your marriage. You had to have faith that he would help you to love each other as he loves each of you. And that's why it's so important for those of you who are married to pray for each other, to pray with each other, Pray that you might respond to your vocation of marriage by being good husbands and wives. Certainly the raising of children is, uh, demands trust in the Lord. In this digital age, we can check the internet to answer most questions. However, some answers to life's questions cannot be found on Google. Google cannot inform you how to raise a family. For our children have souls and personalities and are their own unique reflections of the Lord God. And the closest thing to a handbook on how to raise a family is not Google, but the Bible. Parents find times that they are overwhelmed in this task of, of parenting. Certainly a tremendous task to raise a child, to raise a family. For you are called to form your children as Christians, capable of reflecting their unique images, of being unique images of God. And we do this in a society that deifies materialism. For you parents, you have to trust in the Lord God to help you raise your children and your families. And so parents, continue to pray for your children each day. Continue to ask the Lord God to help you to be a good parent and to trust in him. Even for priests and religious, perhaps for us we had to take a, a, a step of blind faith in the Lord when we decided to embrace that spiritual yearning that we felt in our hearts to serve the Lord God in a special way in a vocation or a ministry, our whole life becomes a matter of trust in the Lord God. Sometimes that trust involves accepting new assignments. Sometimes that trust is as simple as saying our daily prayers. For all of us, 
for all of us who call ourselves followers of the Lord Jesus, who are followers of the one true God. We need to trust in him. And that trust will strengthen our spiritual lives, bring us to the light of faith, and bring us healing. We now make our profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. We now offer our petitions. For all called to lead the church, that they guide us to a true missionary, his disciples, let us pray to the Lord. For government leaders, may the decisions they make and programs they initiate bring good health care to those in need, especially the young and the elderly. Let us pray to the Lord. For all blinded by fear or prejudice, may their eyes be open to acceptance and service. Let us pray to the Lord. For those continuing to suffer because of the coronavirus, may they find peace and healing. Let us pray to the Lord. For peace in our world, for those who experience violence, rejection, and hatred, May we be messengers of goodness to them. Let us pray to the Lord. For the new parish at Hamden, to hear the message of Jesus through the faith of St. Paul VI, who wished to evangelize the world with a message of hope, let us pray to the Lord. For the members of our parish who are sick and hospitalized, for those who are confined to home and can no longer worship with us, for those who have died. Let us pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for Grace and Joseph Barbario. Let us pray to the Lord. For our own personal attentions, those written in the Book of Hope, and all those on the angel prayer line. Let us pray to the Lord. Merciful God, 
hear our prayers. Gather us to yourself. Help us to seek your help with confidence and joy. May we be full of faith like Bartimaeus as we trust in your goodness. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. 
fruit of the vine and work of human hands will become our spiritual drink. Lord God, we ask that you receive us and be pleased with the sacrifice we offer you with humble and contrite hearts. Pray now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look, we pray, O Lord, on the offerings we make to your majesty, that whatever is done by us in your service may be directed above all to your glory through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in you we live and move and have our being. And while in this body, we not only experience the daily effects of your care, but even now possess the pledge of life eternal. For having received the first fruits of the Spirit, through whom you raised up Jesus from the dead, we hope for an everlasting share in the Paschal mystery. And so with all the angels, we praise you, and in joyful celebration, we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts, we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body 
which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come, until you come again. Therefore, O as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Leonard, our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, Lord, 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 Lord,
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace, I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. and the living God, by the Lord, the Father, and the Lord, the Holy Spirit, for your death gave life to the world. Free me by this, your most holy body and blood, from all my sins, from every evil. Keep me faithful to your teaching, and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Keep me safe for eternal life. This is a spiritual communion prayer for those viewing Mass online. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
Let us pray. May your sacraments, O Lord, we pray, perfect in us what lies within them, that what we now celebrate in signs we may one day possess in truth, through Christ our Lord. We do have some announcements um, this afternoon. Uh, Monday, uh, with our regular um, hours of adoration at 3 p.m., we'll do a holy hour for Respect for Life, since this is the month of October and Respect for Life month. Tuesday evening, once again, the transition team is sponsoring the rosary, and that will take place here at St. Rita Church at 6.30 and, and downstairs in the chapel. I believe that's where they're going to be going from now on. But um, that all, all are invited to that and welcome for that. We do have additional All Souls Day envelopes available at the entrances of the church, and those envelopes will be placed on the altar for the month of November. And uh, just a, a notice in the bulletin today about um, the um, mass where we will remember our dece beloved deceased of this past year, and that will be November second, um, and the Mass will be in the evening. The Alpha course is going to begin next Thursday, October 28th. If you haven't signed up, you still have a chance to sign up. There are cards um, by the bulletins, and so we do encourage you to sign up, but the, um, the cards have the process in which how you can sign up. They're like little business cards, so please take one home. Uh, we hope to um, see you on Zoom for the Alpha course. Um, lots more in the bulletin, so please take one home to read. And thank you for being here tonight. Um, Mike, the number? 135. Ooh, maybe some people will have to bring a few guests with them next week. Okay, tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, we have little children. Oh boy, from all the parishes. Let's see how it goes.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go. And now the prayer to St. Michael. Seeking your own soul.